Are you ready to uncover hindrances blocking your dreams? Welcome to Reveal the Diamond Within podcast. I'm your host, author and national pageant winner, Joanna Harabedian. Through thought-provoking interviews, inspiring stories and teachings, we help you shine in the four pillars of strength for emotional, spiritual, physical, and financial breakthrough. It's time to step into your God-given greatness. It's your time to shine. Welcome to Reveal the Diamond Within podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Herbidian. I'm so happy you're joining us today. You are in for an amazing time. God is going to give you revelations. He's going to break bondages. I have an incredible guest that's joining us today. And we're going to be speaking to the financial pillar and the spiritual pillar of finances. As you guys know, Reveal the Diamond Within is about God creating the sheen within you. And we all have four different pillars of strength. We have our emotional pillar. We have our spiritual pillar. We have our physical pillar. And we have the financial pillar. And the enemy tries to come in and and wreak havoc in one of those pillars and cause us to be unbalanced. And so... This is about helping you become balanced, helping you uh, understand what needs to be changed as the Holy Spirit leads you. So without further ado, I want to introduce my guest today, who's going to be speaking to the financial pillar. And her name is Barbara Beatty, and she is one of the most incredible women I know. I love and respect her so much. She's an amazing woman of God and leader. And Barbara is going to be sharing today her story and she has a phenomenal story. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce to you Barbara Beatty. And thank you so much, Barbara, for being on the show today. We're so excited to have you join us. Welcome. Oh, I'm such such an honor to be here with you, Joanna. And I'm excited to share my experience because 44 years ago when Rod and I first got married, there's no way in the world I would have ever thought I would be talking about finances. I mean, especially in the reference that God's blessed in finances, but I can tell you now, 44 years later, we live a life that, in fact, I, before the podcast, I wanted to look it up and see our financial worth. And I didn't yet, but I know we're over we're like in the top 4% of wow. the nation. So what I, when I say all of this, now I'm going to go way back to where we started, 1978, when Rod and I met. Actually, we met in 1977. In 1978, we were married. And when we got married, we had a house that Rod had worked hard. He was just 20 years old, and he'd worked really hard to buy this beautiful home for only $19,000. <laughs> and it wasn't beautiful at all. No. Half of the floors were dirt. We had a door, we had a we had a wall that the only thing between us and the wall was a sheet. And there was no kitchen and there were no windows. So picture that. We lived in a garage basically. Wow. Garage. <laughs> That's amazing. It was pretty pretty intense for a new bride of 21 years old. And I'll say I was miserable. Needless to say, I was miserable. I, we were Christians. We knew the Lord, but we had some things that we needed to adjust. And I'll tell you what those were, but we had one little black and white television and on these cement floors and every one refrigerator. And I remember looking at this little black and white television one day when we were just so broke, I mean, like broke where we owned four glasses. And I remember 
we first of all, we would never want anybody to come to the house because for no. our <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but if they did, I didn't have enough glasses to serve water in. Wow. <laughs> it was so bad. So, and I remember going to the grocery store and I remember um, not being able to, or be able to afford gum, you know, pinching every penny. It was just, very few people can understand the level of poverty that we were living in. And one year for the entire year, back in 1978, we made $5,000 for the entire year, which is nothing for the entire year. Wow. <laughs> so it's just wild. So anyway, we then, uh, we, I was watching Robis at work. I was watching, I, was, I think I was pregnant at the time and I was watching a little black and white television and this TV had a man named John Avanzini and he talked about tithing and tithes and offerings. Oh, and I, we, I went, we can't afford to do that. We don't even have, we can't even hardly afford food. How are we going right. to pay 10% to God? Right. And so the scripture that he used and that just quickened to my heart is the scripture that many of us know, but we know it's in, in Malachi three, eight through 10. And this was it. And because we loved the Lord and we went to church and I taught Sunday school, my goodness. I was mm -hmm. like, we love Jesus. Right. And will a man rob God? Yet you were robbing me. And how do we rob you? With tithes and offerings. I went, stop, wait, we're not, we're robbing God. Like who wants to rob God? Right. And so I, it goes on to say, you are cursed with a curse. Well, I felt wow. the of curse. we knew we were under a curse and we wanted to do whatever it took to break that curse. Right. And the way we did it is bring all the tithes into the storehouse because we were only giving God like a tip. We were bringing right. all the tithes into the storehouse. We were giving like whatever, like a dollar or two, because we didn't have money. Right. So, and it says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse um, and test. I've got to read my writing. I wrote it out. Um, and see, test me in this. Affection says, says the Lord of hosts. Mm -hmm. Now, I thought it was interesting that the Bible says, says the Lord of hosts. Test mm -hmm. me in this, says the Lord of hosts, because the host are the angelic realm, and those hosts will bring in the blessing when you do your part. Oh, that's really good. Say that yeah. again, Barbara. Well, the hosts, the hosts of heaven are in the angelic realm. Right. So when you are obedient and do your part, you're releasing the host of heaven to bring in those financial blessings. But if you're not doing your part, the hosts of heaven are tied up. They can't do it. Wow. So it says, and, and test me if I will not open to you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing, there will not be room enough to receive it. And the next part, first of all, think about that. Opening the windows of heaven. By the way, what are the windows of heaven? This I learned uh, several years ago. When you have rockets, say, that are launching to the moon or to outer space, mm -hmm. they're in that area where they have to launch in only certain times of the day because they have to go what they... NASA refers to windows of heaven. 
They wow. have they have only these little portals that they can go through at certain times of the revolution of the of the earth to go up. So those are windows of opportunity. Mm-hmm. And God will open up for us windows of opportunity as we're tithing and we'll know when to go through those windows of opportunity. Wow. And, then, and then he said he would rebuke the devourer. So when, the, when I knew that if I tithed, the devourer would be rebuked, mm-hmm. we could get out of that curse. We had to do it. So what we did that Sunday mm-hmm. with $3 to our name, we had money and we had like a couple of pieces of cheese and some bread in the refrigerator and about $3 to our name. What it was $3 in my purse. That's all we had. And I remember putting scary to do when you, when you're that broke. Oh yeah. Yeah. You just feel like, can we do this? So we put the $3 in. That was a Sunday. Mm -hmm. The next day, a Monday, we got a check in the mail from some fluke thing from the government that gave us $200. Whoa. And, whoa. and that was the beginning of years of sowing, not just tithing, mm-hmm. but also offerings and doing it when we thought we couldn't do it. And, but every time you've got, God says, test me and see if I will not open those windows up. He did over and over and over again for us. And then we finally moved from that house we fixed it up, went to another house, but we felt like we were kind of hitting a lid financially. We were, we got to a point, but we were status quo. And Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. The right. Lord wants us to have abundance, not only so we can reflect his beauty. We're talking about a diamond, right? We, we right. through abundance. But he also wants us to have abundance. So we have more than enough to give to others. So we weren't there. I mean, we were like, we were just kind of status quo. Then I heard somebody named Kenneth Copeland Uh who who talked about the power of confession of what are you saying in your mouth? Right. How many of us back in the day, we, we, we used to do this. It's like, we can't afford it. It's right. expensive. I can't, you know, all these stupid things that come out of our mouth, we're tying the angels up, right? Mm-hmm. They can't work when we're, when we're speaking words, really word curses over ourselves. Right. And I began to change what I was saying. And Rod and I together, we really made a determination, not only to change what we were saying on a day-to-day basis, but waking up every morning and saying those confessions, saying what God says. I mean, God has scripture, his, his promises in his word. Confessions are saying what he says. Mm-hmm. Now we've given those angels the power to bring in the blessing. So I started every day saying these confessions. And, it, you know, I had a long list of confessions that I would write out. I recommend people, if you're listening, what do you need? Find the scriptures for it and start confessing that over you. Everyone's going to oh. have a different set of confessions. Right. And I started saying those. And I, I started, and Rod had his business, but I didn't have my business. Mm-hmm. And I would bless Rod's business. And the, one day I kept saying, 
money comes to Rod. And the Lord said, you need to start saying it over you. Oh, <laughs> wow. So I started doing that and started saying those confessions over financial blessing over myself. Right. And one day an opportunity came to me. Um, it was actually, a, I had a, a PhD in nutritional counseling through that time. Those, those years I'd gone back to school. Wow. I had gotten that degree. I'd had a nutritional counseling practice. Uh, one of my former clients, she came in the door and she handed me a catalog of health and wellness beauty products. And I was just so intrigued because of their help, their ability to uh, uh, keep toxins out of our bodies. And that was really right. important to me as a nutritionist. Right. So and as, as a Christian, right, we want to live yeah. clean and healthy and long and strong. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, I would have never, ever thought to do something like this. It was like so not on the agenda for my life, but I could sense that window of opportunity. Oh. And there's, there's a little uh, saying that says opportunities come to everyone, but wait for no one. And right. there are always opportunities in our lives, but sometimes we let them pass us by. Right. So that opportunity came. I said yes to it. And it's interesting about four months prior to that, my, my father passed away mm -hmm. and, and I want to go back to our tithes, when the Bible says that you are, you are robbing God in tithes and offerings, a lot of people just tithe and they don't give the, the extra offering. Right. We started to learn the blessing comes when you're giving above the 10%, when you're giving more than that, just that tithe. That's why you live status quo. Right. Barbara, why don't you just put, uh, share really quick um, what offering is for, for those that might not know what offering it looks like. Would be like. For us, it's any ministry that our heart is attached to. So if there was a ministry out there and our heart was attached to that and we felt in agreement with that, we wanted to give to it. And there's so many ministries. Right. Yes. When your heart's quickened, then the right. Lord's quickening it to give. So I, we, we, I had... When my father passed away, um, he gave each of it. We had four kids and each child got $25,000. So I was given $25,000. And I knew in my heart that because he had been a pastor years prior, and I thought, I want to give this entire $25,000 to ministry. I don't oh. want it. It was, it was ministry. So right. I gave that to a ministry. And... That's the most amount of money I've ever had in my life. I mean, wow, right. the most I'd had in my life. And I did it in faith and just said, Lord, it's yours. Well, you can't outgive God. Okay. You right. just can't do it. No. So four months later, this opportunity, this health and wellness opportunity came into my life. And exactly one year from the time that I gave the 25,000 to uh, that ministry, I was making $25,000 a month. Wow. Register that in your brain. Wow. That was lots of tithing, confessing, believing. And that was a process of years that got me to that point. And some people, you know, I've heard people say, you're an overnight success. I like what Kenneth Copeland says. People used to say to him, you're an overnight success. And he goes, 
it's the longest night I've ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's a many years long. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, sometimes people see the blessings of someone's life and they think it's just instant. They right. don't see all of the time and, and prayer and believing and confessing. And, you know, when it was hard, continually staying the course. Right. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Diligence is consistency. Mm-hmm. And Ron and I have found that. We have found through the years you cannot give God, no matter what it looks like, no matter how bad things can get. And I'm right. going to tell you a really quick story if we have time. Yes. Oh, we do. Yes. Okay. My husband has a construction company. And at one point of it, he had a partner and he decided to buy out the partner. And the buyout was only like 200000 But we took, you know, 200000 out of our, our savings and we bought out the company. After we bought out the company, we found out the company was in deep debt, like dollars of debt. Well, here we just invested all of this money into a construction company and we were in debt. We go, wait a second. How can the company be in debt when we tithe everything that came into that construction company was tithed on? We found out that the secretary was writing tithe checks but because she didn't believe that this, this tithe thing really worked, she would write the tithe checks, put them in a drawer, and we thought she was sending them to the church. And there were over a year's worth of tithe checks that were never defined. And Rod wasn't watching over the books diligently like he should have, kind of trusting this office manager. Right. And we were like, damn, what we did is we took, again, we cleaned out our, our savings. We took all the back tithe, drove to the church, handed them a check. We were not going to be under a curse. And everything broke open at that point, blessing after blessing. That was a test for us because wow. we could have easily said, um, you know, on a whole year's worth, God forgives that. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not, I know I'm not trying to make people feel guilty or anything, but he's looking for integrity in this area. Yeah, God has blessed us for being diligent in those areas. And it's just awesome. So I don't know. That's kind of my story. That's incredible, Barbara. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I know this is so helping people right now. I know uh, for those of you that are listening, I want I want you to we're going to pray for you. And uh, Barbara has shared some incredible nuggets and I really think you hit it on the head, Barbara. You know, it started one with the tithe and how we rob God with our mindset because we don't have enough money or, you know, oh, well, I got to pay for this. I need to eat. So we are, in fact, that we are robbing God. We don't realize we're doing that most of the time. So that's number one. And then number two, like it was the offerings. You started doing the offerings, the, the above. You can't outgive God. And, and it's really about testing our character. And then number three, you got tested on your character because you could have said, like you said, oh, well, you know, God's going to forgive us. Um, you know, we don't have the money. We can't afford it. But you didn't do that. And look how God opened the floodgates of heaven. That's amazing. And, you know, I really liked what you highlighted in the scripture um, about tithing that we loose the hosts of heaven 
to execute God's blessings and rebuke the devourer, or we bind up the hosts of heaven with our actions and our decisions. I think that's really, that's a huge nugget for you guys right now that we bind up the host of heaven. We tie their hands when we're not tithing or we're not doing what God's telling us to do, or we loose them and we free them to have the blessings. And to think that you had tied that $25,000 and in the ministry where God told you, and then you started earning $25,000 a month in your, in your business. That's incredible. You know, and it's, it's testing again. He says, right. Test me in this. And, and you mentioned three things that might be helpful. And I kind of went over those three areas that might be helpful for listeners. And those three areas is exactly what I just listed. Give tithes and offerings. Don't rob God. Confess confess over not only your life every day, the confessions, you know, the words of your mouth over your life, but also confess the word of God over your checks that you send or your money that you send right. to, to, you know, churches and ministries speak increase over it. You're planting a seed, right? And you tell that seed to bring supernatural increase and favor and blessing and declare the word over yourself that his favor surrounds me like a shield. You know, no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. There's not one good thing he's going to withhold from us, but we sometimes withhold, like Joanna just said, by binding up the enemy ourselves with our words. So we give, we confess, and the last is obviously belief, expect it to happen. Right. Hope is expectation. So you're expecting the windows of heaven to open and a pour forth more than you can handle. And that is truly been our story and it continues to be our story. And God continues to test us in that. You're never going to quit being tested ever. Right. <laughs> it's, 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 you're the diamond that's in that fire God that is constantly refined so that the brilliance and sheen of the diamond can emanate to all that you come into contact with and you, you emanate, you know, the sheen of, of the Lord. That's awesome. Wow. Well, I would love for us to pray for our listeners right now who are listening. I'll, I'll have you start, Barbara, as the Lord leads you, and I'll, I'll finish. Yes. Father, we just thank you so much for this opportunity. And we pray now for every person at the sound of our voice, that the words that we've, we've given voice right now, Joanne and I have given voice to your word. And your word says that the angels hearken to the voice of your word. So angels go forth and begin right now to minister through the airwaves to every person on the other side of these screens, penetrate their hearts. Yes. Holy Spirit, speak to their hearts, speak to their minds. And Father, if there's areas where they have unknowingly been disobedient, we pray that they will quicken in their hearts. I need to make things right. I need to be obedient before the Lord. They will, they will lay all of these cares upon you. Your word says, cast your cares upon me because you care. You care for every person's financial need. And Father, you promise to supply all of our needs according to the riches of your glory in Christ Jesus. And you're so many riches in your glory. Father, help every person at the sound of our voice to be obedient to the Holy Spirit 
to surrender all to you, to not hold back, to test you and see if you will not open up the windows of heaven and pour forth more in their laps than they're able to handle, Father. They might be able to give to others, make a difference, be a reflection of your glory. Hallelujah. Jesus. Yes, Lord. Jesus name. And Lord, we pray also that you highlight in everyone's heart what they need to see right now in this moment and surrender to you and whatever it is, Lord, maybe where they're disappointed or they've had either betrayal or whatever it is that, and their dreams haven't come to pass and curses have been coming at them. I thank you that today is the day of freedom. Today is the day. Repent means to change your mind. So I pray now, Lord God, for our friends who are listening to change their mind by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I thank you now for equipping them to be raised up as brilliant diamonds in their finances, Lord, that shine and reflect the reflection and the abundance and the beauty of heaven. I thank you, Lord God, that you give them strength in their journey for wherever they're at right now, wherever you're at. I pray that God gives you strength in this part of your journey to take the steps you need to take, whether it's renouncing something, turning away from doing something. Maybe you have a stronghold and of addiction of gambling or whatever it is, or spending money because you, you really have a need for love and there's, there's a stronghold there. So today, Lord, we stand in agreement that these strongholds are broken yes. in the name of Jesus. And we lose freedom of our friends listening right now. Freedom in the name of Jesus, freedom to turn from whatever has been keeping them in bondage. And we pray for your angels, Lord, to surround them and to break the chains, to break the bonds. It is the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus that died for us, that breaks our, our chains and heals our diseases and forgives us of our iniquities. And so we, we lift everyone up to you right now who's listening. And we thank you now for moving mightily in their life. We're helping them to have the mindset shift to begin to declare your word, to begin to wake up and say, today, I declare God's word over me. I declare I am blessed and highly favored. I declare I am victorious. I can do anything through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. So now, Lord, give them the ability to do it and make that decision to just do it and not look back. And so we bless everyone listening right now. We bless their day. We bless their their families, and we bless their finances and their ideas and their projects in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Wow. Well, thank you, Barbara. This was so powerful. Thank you for coming and and sharing your incredible story and your incredible insights and your wisdom. I know this is going to go far in through the highways and the byways for everyone who is listening. So we thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Reveal the Diamond Within podcast. If you're blessed by today's message, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Help us spread the gospel. Visit me at virtualchurchmedia.com. God bless you, and we'll see you in the next session.